Hello, my name is Bonnie Wilcox. I'm the senior pastor at First Lutheran Church in Columbia Heights, Minnesota, a congregation of the ELCA. Today I read for you John 6, verses 1 through 29. It's the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000, his miracle of walking on water, and his conversation about the bread from heaven. We begin. After this, Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of the Jews, was near. When he looked up and saw a crowd coming towards him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him. Six months uh, before he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they among so many people? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down, about 5,000 in all. Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, Gather up the fragments left over, so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled twelve baskets. When the people saw the sign that Jesus had done, they began to say, this indeed is the prophet who is to come into the world. When Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. When evening came, his disciples went down to the lake, got into a boat, and started across the lake to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The lake became rough because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the lake and coming near the boat, and they were terrified. But he said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. Then they wanted to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the land towards which they were going. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the other side of the lake saw that there had been only one boat there. They also saw that Jesus had not got into the boat with his disciples, but that his disciples had gone away alone. Then some boats from Tiberias came near the place where they had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. So when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum looking for Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, very truly, I tell you, you were looking for me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to Jesus, What must we do to perform the works of God? And Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him, whom he has sent. The word of the Lord. Jesus fed thousands 
from a boy's offering of five loaves of bread and two fish. That makes me think of the hundreds and thousands of funeral lunches that are served in churches in the U.S. in any given year. A few women gather, estimating how many people may come to the funeral service with no idea how many will actually attend. Will we have enough? Will everyone be fed? They plaintively say to each other and they pray. One will go out to nervously watch people coming in for the service and make a hurried calculation. How well did we guess? Should we go and buy more food? There is magic in the work these women do in churches across our land. If it appears there are fewer people than expected, they may put out larger serving spoons and allow people to take what they want. Or, if it appears the crowd is larger than expected, they take inventory of what has been purchased and also what may be available from the pantry and the freezer in the church kitchen. What else might we have to offer? Maybe they will portion the servings so that all will receive the family's hospitality, but in a measured amount that may allow second helpings when all have been fed. Jesus and his disciples were also concerned for the well-being of the people who had followed them to this remote place, and they wanted to feed the group who had listened so intently to Jesus' words. Did they take notice that they began with just five loaves of bread and two fish as they started to feed the crowd? How do we make sure that what we have will be enough? It is a mystery and a miracle, not unlike the miracle of the funeral luncheon. Though definitely more miraculous and a very large act of hospitality, God provides enough thanks to people who believe the miracle will happen again and again at the community meal, at the funeral lunch, at the table at home. Hospitality shown to grieving families and their communities in the funeral lunch is no less miraculous than that day on the hill by Jesus when he fed 5,000. We're called to carry that miracle forward as we have for 2,000 years. Amen.